Are you a software professional looking to make a lasting impact on people and the planet? At General Motors, our vision is a world with zero crashes, zero emissions, and zero congestion. And we need innovative people like you to join us on this journey and challenge the limits of what is possible. From autonomous cars to software-defined vehicles, you'll translate breakthrough technologies like AI into experiences that people love, all while pushing the world forward toward an all-electric future. See how you can shape the future of mobility at careers.gm.com. Did you know Bridgestone developed a tire using 75% recycled and renewable materials? Making a difference today for future generations. That's what really matters. Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Visit whatreallymatters.com to learn more. Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to another episode of Modern Manners Guys' Quick and Dirty Tips for a More Polite Life. I like to consider myself a rather tech-savvy individual, yet I'm by no means on the starting lineup of the local geek squad. In fact, I probably wouldn't even make it on their practice squad. But there's a big difference between not being able to install a flat-screen TV and being incapable of using a video conference app such as Zoom. Still, some people, despite the endless hours they've clocked on video conferencing over the past two years alone, still haven't mastered the simple art of pressing a button and speaking into their computer. I know, I know, I know, I shouldn't be so harsh against a technologically inept. But, come on, Walter, it's been two years already. No one wants to see up your nose or your dog licking themselves in the background, and we should not have to remind you that you're on mute more than once. Just one time is all you need for you to quickly unlock the mute icon. Nope, not for Walter. This topic is enough to make me want to schedule an in-person meeting just so I can body slam Travis from accounting, who still can't get his camera to work. It works just fine, Travis. I know it does. It's not me. It's you. So... Before you get called into HR for venting your frustrations to a coworker over Zoom, who is still on mute, check out my list of three worst video conference coworkers. Worst coworker number one, the conference call chef. In a previous Modern Manners Guy episode called Three Tips for Relearning Office Etiquette, post-pandemic edition, I touched on the key aspects of returning to the office with class. One topic I covered was how people confuse the casualness of their at-home office with their in-work office. A specific area of debate that still haunts my dreams is people insisting on bringing various foods into meetings. Apparently, on video calls, some people still think it's proper to chow down in a turkey club or slurp up some lucky charms. Don't get me wrong, I'm a big foodie. In fact, my brand new pair of pants with a larger waistline will support my claim, so I'm never going to knock someone's unique palate until I can actually see close-up of their midday snack being thrown down their throats like a pelican enjoying a freshly caught herring. Like I said, I'm all for a good meal, but there's a time and place for everything, and regardless of where you are, eating on camera, unless it's with your office bestie one-on-one in a private chat, it's not only improper, but it's unsophisticated and nauseating. Still, the conference call chef has no problem resembling a baby eating SpaghettiOs for the first time. As someone who has spent a large majority of their work life working from home, I am used to hopping over to my kitchen and grabbing a bite to eat at my leisure. However, the one time I will never have food with me is during a video call. Why is that? Well, aside from being an adult who can wait an hour meeting before chowing down on my chopped salad, I am also aware that not everyone cares to watch me eat. 
Being modern manners guy, I've made a career out of observing rude people and highlighting their conduct for my listeners. So I like to think I'm onto something when I say that not everyone has the best dining etiquette. To that point, even if you're the world's greatest ASMR streamer, which I'll be honest, I still don't get. No one wants to watch you eat on camera. Yet, sadly, some people, like the conference call chef, still insist on making their weekly team meetings their personal backyard barbecue. To that person, I have three words for you. Please stop it. It's a bad look on anyone. Plus, you're at a meeting for a reason. So why should you be eating when you're likely going to be speaking or at least have to chime in on a topic at any time? Folks, there are no two ways about it. Eating while on a conference call is a turnoff. The only acceptable item to munch down on during a call is a drink. And if you decide to have a coffee or water during a call, do not slurp it as if your mouth has been glued shut except for a tiny opening the size of a pencil eraser. Gosh, don't get me started on the slurping. Are you a software professional looking to make a lasting impact on people and the planet? At General Motors, our vision is a world with zero crashes, zero emissions, and zero congestion. And we need innovative people like you to join us on this journey and challenge the limits of what is possible. From autonomous cars to software-defined vehicles, you'll translate breakthrough technologies like AI into experiences that people love, all while pushing the world forward toward an all-electric future. See how you can shape the future of mobility at careers.gm.com. Caesars Sportsbook is the only sportsbook app with Caesars Rewards. That means win or lose, every bet brings you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer. Like hotel stays at over 50 iconic destinations, bonus bets, daily profit boosts, tickets to the game, dining, and so much more. Whether you're a new or existing customer, Caesars Sportsbook is always rewarding. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Caesars Sportsbook. Don't just spectate, participate. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. Worst coworker number two, the background bandit. Can you imagine the initial meeting at Zoom's headquarters when they were brainstorming the idea of virtual backgrounds? I don't know what it was actually like, but I'm pretty sure their market research was spent walking around a college campus surveying a bunch of drunk kids leaving a frat party at 2 a.m. Something like this. You should make a background where I'm floating in space, like the moon. The next guy. Dude, make it like I'm in a fishbowl with, like, fish floating around me. Then you have this guy. Bro, it would be sick if I was in a fighter pilot seat or, like, hanging out on the Millennium Falcon with Luke Skywalker. Or this guy. Wait. I got it, I got it. What about it's me, but now there's two of me on the screen? Wait, no, 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 no. Four of me on the screen. And then make it like that Warhol dude's paintings where I'm like all different colors and stuff. Now, I wasn't there, but that's my guess. But all those are better than what the background bandit displays by choice, mind you. The background bandit reveals a little too much about the personality. For example, Ron, who has a beer pose of a woman in a bikini, mounted on the wall right next to his son's t-ball trophy, clearly in view on screen. Or we have Fiona, who likes to promote a certain political candidate on the walls of her office so proudly that you would think she's attending said candidate's rally rather than a quarterly budget update meeting. Look, folks, I'm all about being yourself, and by no means will tell someone how to decorate their home office, but have some decorum, will ya? If the hilarious and rival Room Raider account taught us anything about video calls, 
It's that everyone is being judged on their at-home work environment. I've had multiple background bandits pop on screen in meetings and watch the eyes of the others on the call widen at the bandit's grand entrance from a swamp, for example. Like I said, as someone who has worked at home for over a decade, I'm well aware that the comfort of working from home can be taken away if the entire team misuses its benefits. With that being said, one thing that really irks management is when it looks like the employees aren't working as seriously as they would if they were in the office. The way they dress, note-taking, and someone's overall presentation. Just because you get to dial in from home, it's always proper, let alone professional, to represent yourself the way you would in the office. I'm not trying to mock someone for their keep calm and pick a ball on poster next to their chicks dig a dad bod sign on the walls, but you need to think like a mullet. Yes, I mean the legendary 80s haircut that unfortunately is making a comeback. Business in the front and party in the back. So in this case, when it comes to your home office, keep the business in the front and center and keep the party way, way, way in the back. Worst coworker number three, the not-so-techie colleague. During the pandemic, we all had to learn how to work remotely while keeping up with our office obligations. One of the biggest hurdles was handling Zoom and other video conference applications, which became not only the standard, but the only way to connect with our colleagues. With that, it wasn't exactly a breeze for everyone at first, since prior to the Zoom craze of 2020, most people looked at it as a novelty or a nice-to-have. Sure, the more tech-savvy employees managed to get over this speed bump without a problem, but many others couldn't quite get the hang of it. That person I'd like to call the not-so-techie colleague who despite going on years of video conferencing and repeated tutorials, still can't get the hang of it. When this person eventually pops on screen, we all know it's going to be a five-minute time suck of having to walk them through the simple steps of a video conference. It usually goes something like this. Can you see me? Okay, what about now? No? Hmm, interesting. I could have sworn I upgraded the software. Wait, no. I have to download the latest version of Chrome first and then Zoom. Ugh, now I have to clear my cache too? Yikes. Can we reschedule for later today? No. The answer is no. We cannot keep waiting for you. To top it all off, when the not-so-techie colleague does finally get on, it's like watching a silent movie with no subtitles, as they once again can't figure out the mute button. Folks, how much longer do we all need to get with the program that video conferencing is the new normal? When I come across the not-so-techie coworker, I want to feel bad for them but I also find it to be a tremendous interference with the flow of a meeting, even before it starts. No one wants to be in any meeting longer than they have to, yet the not-so-techie coworker has already derailed the meeting before it even started. Now, imagine if this meeting was about a massive reorg, or letting people go, or another negative topic people wish would rather be like ripping off a band-aid. Thanks to the not-so-techie, we're all on edge having to delay the inevitable bad news because of them. There's two ways to properly manage and assist the not-so-techie. If you work with this person, or if you are this person. Don't lie to yourself if you are. I mean, we're all rolling our eyes at you, but please, it's out of love and love only. If the not-so-techie person in your office is becoming too much of a distraction, I recommend offering them another solution, like just joining by audio only, which involves simply pressing the link in the invite. That's all. You don't need to be the second coming of Steve Jobs to master clicking a link. Another way to work with the not-so-techie is to ask them to join at least five minutes earlier and have someone be their official Zoom buddy to make sure they're ready. 
Now, if you are the not-so-techie, I highly recommend you carve out a good hour to watch every single YouTube help video known to man about video conferencing. You don't have to become a master, but at the very least, make yourself extremely comfortable as if it's second nature. In the end, it's like the old saying about starting your career. You just want to get your foot in the door. However, for the not-so-techie, if you can't even find the room at all, then people will likely not include you when it really matters most. Thanks for joining me these last few months as I dug into all of your office pet peeves. Modern Matters guys taking a small break, but I'll be back soon with brand new, rude, unpleasant, and awful people to fill your ears soon. Modern Matters Guy is a quick and dirty tips podcast. Thanks to the team at Quick and Dirty Tips, Adam Cecil, Morgan Christensen, Holly Hutchins, Davina Tomlin, and my producer, Dan Firebrand. I'm your host, Richie Freeman. If you have any questions for me, please send me a voice message or email at manners at quickanddirtytips.com. For more information about the show, visit quickanddirtytips.com or check out the show notes in your podcast app. Thanks so much again. Talk to you soon. Are you a software professional looking to make a lasting impact on people and the planet? At General Motors, our vision is a world with zero crashes, zero emissions, and zero congestion. And we need innovative people like you to join us on this journey and challenge the limits of what is possible. From autonomous cars to software-defined vehicles, you'll translate breakthrough technologies like AI into experiences that people love, all while pushing the world forward toward an all-electric future. See how you can shape the future of mobility at careers.gm.com. My son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. 